At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody and welcome in. It is the continuation of VSIN Bet Center here on an NCAA tournament Saturday night from really the place to be. We're in downtown Las Vegas. It's the Circa Sportsbook Studio with Jeff Parles, who comes on the air fresh off a lovely sweat of a first to 15 on a 15 seed playing in round two. That's the type of bets you get when you come into VSIN Bet Center. I'm Ben Wilson. We've got our guy Dan Miller behind the glass, and let's get right into it, Jeffrey. Because we have three games going on right now. As we'll take you down the home stretch for all of our tournament games still going here in round two. We have uh, some games as well to talk about for tomorrow. And give our thoughts on all the action from earlier today. But right now, we'll get to your sweat that you just had in a moment. The game that is closest to being finished is a game that I'm kind of stunned is actually in a double-digit margin. UCLA-St. Mary's in the 4-5 matchup in Portland. 64-51 Bruins. Three minutes to go here, Jeff. In, in a very closely perceived matchup on paper, it is UCLA who has really just grinded the Gales down to a halt, 28-22, outscoring St. Mary's in the second half. Look, UCLA is very fortunate to be here because Akron had them down nine with seven and a half to go in a game where UCLA couldn't score. And Tiger Campbell bailed them out in the end, and now UCLA getting a matchup against a team that, let's face it, Ben, St. Mary's is really good. But the problem for St. Mary's is that is you playing UCLA is essentially playing a more talented version of themselves. And usually when we see similar styles and the talent difference, the better talent usually wins out in this tournament. And tonight, very impressive from UCLA's defense. 
They have been able to outrollerball St. Mary's. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. And are up 15 with two minutes to go. And quite frankly, Ben, with the chaos in that East region, this sets up very well for UCLA to go through Philadelphia and get back to the Final Four for a second consecutive year. I, a lot of people are thinking likely the same thing right now. We'll circle back to just implications overall in that West region in, in just a moment as UCLA cans a three. Adios. Say goodnight. 69-51 UCLA. So, my yes, my UCLA to the Final Four uh, pick in the bracket is at least – I'm at least feeling live yeah. there, Jeff. Oh, we'll, get, we'll get to implications in a moment because there's another game going on in that very same region. It's the your classic 7-15 matchup, just like everybody drew it up, Jeff, as Murray State is taking on St. Peter's, a game that we'll likely then see. Whoever wins this, if we – if we assume Murray State, although maybe that's not uh, safe to assume because a lot of money comes in on the Peacocks right before tip. St. Peter's from as high as 9.5 or 10 earlier on the opener. Down to a close, Jeff, of when, when this thing finally tipped off, it was down to 7.5 right behind us at the Circus Sportsbook Studios, 8 in a lot of other shops. And St. Peter's is up early 20-16 to 16 here on Murray State with a 6.43 to go in the first half, and I am seeing live right now Murray State down to a two-and-a-half-point in-game yeah, favorite yeah. already. Yeah, look, look, you got to give uh, Shaheen Holloway a lot of credit. He completely outcoached John Calipari on Thursday night. Completely outcoached him. It was from Calipari, that was, we're going back 10 years here, but that was very reminiscent to Roy Williams not knowing what the triangle in two was against Kansas. Calipari had no idea what the St. Peter's zone was, and Credit to Holloway, and so far, Murray State, who, let's face it, they should have should have avoided overtime, didn't need overtime. Of course, they blow that big lead late against San Francisco, get through an OT, get the cover, but Murray State looks befuddled by the St. Pe Peter's Peacock defense, and look, uh, Shaheen Holloway, who seemingly has the Seton Hall job waiting for him, assuming Kevin Willard ends up taking the Maryland job at some point next week. Oh, this is very impressive for the team from Jersey City, who again, Ben, Playing essentially a high school gym. The campus is about three blocks big in Jersey City. This is an unbelievable story. Even to get to this point, and somehow they're just the third 15 seed to make the Sweet 16, absolutely amazing. I'm with you. Uh, the uh, lowest budget of any Division One program of all 358 yep. teams. Murray State does just hit a three. And here's the thing. St. Peter's is up one. They're just one of six from three. But this was a team, as we had discussed last weekend, we, we didn't really take them seriously as far as winning a game outright, but any 15 seed who is a top 30 defensive team on, on Ken Palm efficiency is automatically going to be a tough out for any team if you don't take them seriously. And that's, that's clearly what happened with Kentucky. So we await uh, to see how, how low this gets. So you, you played Murray State, though, Jeff, as soon as this got to uh, seven and a half. Yeah, right? I, I did. I did. I, look, I just, this is not quite the Middle Tennessee Syracuse situation that we saw, I guess that was 2016. Because it was six years ago now. Yeah. Where. Syracuse, for whatever reason, closed three-point favorites against Middle Tennessee, which was just a, a lunacy number. And that Middle was that was just to remind people, 10 versus 15. Correct. After and remember, Middle Tennessee beat Michigan State. And remember, Middle round. Tennessee actually led that game in halftime and then just completely ran out of gas. Yeah. That's what I'm banking on here. That talent will win out in the end of Murray State. We'll be able to take this game over in the second half, and that St. Peter's will run out of gas. Now, you could argue that it was bad strategy by me. Probably should have bet St. Peter's first half and then come back at halftime. With Murray State, but seven and a half, I, I think you're okay in all likelihood uh, with, uh, with with the way this is going to break down at this point. By the way, Ben, uh, the third game here, Let's get to the third as, game. as we'll go there, uh, New Mexico State coming off uh, Allen just taking over the game in UConn, uh, really just 
again, really the epitome of uh, the, the of what UConn was all year. Just completely boneheaded, got back in the game, got the <laughs> lead back, and it completely forgot how basketball worked the last four minutes of the game. That's uh, a fair and now assessment. They, and now they get Arkansas, New Mexico State. Who look Arkansas. I know, honestly, a pretty brutal non-cover against Vermont, a game they probably should have covered. If Vermont was slightly quicker to the ball at the end, you would have probably gotten a push out of it or a cover on the late four-and-a-halves with the Hogs. Uh, But look, Arkansas, I I didn't end up betting this on the spread. I have Arkansas tethered to Providence, who already won big there in Buffalo today against Richmond. Probably should have just taken the Friars on their own way in the points. That game was never in doubt. But uh, look, uh, New Mexico State has an 8-7 lead. They've almost played 10 minutes. This is advantage Aggie so far because this is the rollerball style that the Aggies want. And look, it's a second straight game against a team that, look, Arkansas is immensely talented. Eric Musselman is a really good coach. We know that. Kind of got that idi- yeah. idiotic gene that yeah, UConn it, has. It it it, kind of, it tends to run in, in the family, even though the, those teams are not related in, in any way. It's just... For whatever reason, you're right. They, they, have, they have shown that at times. And uh, right away is uh, Johnny McCants leaves a three short. Look, 8-7 to Mexico State early. Arkansas, similar to a lot of stretches, as you talked about, in that Vermont game on, on Thursday night, struggling to uh, find overall efficiency on the offensive end. I'm seeing Arkansas here laying four and a half live. But this uh, here's the thing. This, this total has come crashing down, Jeff, down to 120 and a half. We were as high as 139 in the market when this closed. Arkansas laying six and a half. Uh, your closing number is, is there. I see you laughing at I don't know what just happened no, in St. Peter's. But I'm just, the question is, is there a buy point here to an, an over with this just the rugged start we've seen I, in this I, game? Let's see what it is at halftime. The teams are combined 6 of 27. For I don't think field. that's great. Last time I checked. One thing is that so that's settling in. We have, look, we have 15 points in 11. I have minutes, to look at the so. turnovers and, and such. But that's settling in probably at a, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at about a 30 first half possession, yeah, 31. We, that's, we have two combined assists and nine combined turnovers. Yeah, so, so you're, you're settling yeah. in at a really slow case. By the way, uh, pace, I should say. By the way, what I was laughing at, uh, apparently during the interview uh, that they're doing mid-games here, uh, Shaheen Holloway, of course, who's coaching St. Peter's. St. Peter's about to go. Oh, I didn't count that? Oh, how did they not count that? All right, well, more great officiating there in Indianapolis. We'll uh, have more officiating talk later. <laughs> Shaheen so, Holloway for everybody uh, getting interviewed mid mid uh, yeah. uh, Jamie Erdahl uh, mm-hmm. there in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Shaheen Holloway, we're playing like crap. It's unacceptable. Erdahl says, Coach, you're up one. Holloway like, yeah, it's unacceptable that we're only up one. So, uh, look. The I, Peacocks, you got to love them. Look, look, Shaheen Holloway, who, who, again, like we said, lowest budget in all of D1 period for college basketball, uh, a program that, Again, not even real. Like, how many people even knew that it was in Jersey City? Obviously, we knew it was in Jersey City because we have to, Ben. But not a lot of people even could have any idea where St. Peter's was located before this. And now, if a three-point lead with four and a half to go in the first half of a second-round game after beating the biggest blue blood there is. Amazing. Incredible. It's, it is Incredible unacceptable. Story. We're a 15 seed. We do not, we do not tolerate losing. For what That's it's great. worth also... St. Peter's performance in this tournament really makes me think that if Rick Pitino got Iona into this tournament, they might still be playing if they didn't uh, didn't choke against Ryder in the MAC tournament. What a choke that was! Yeah, bad I, one. One really, eight really quarterfinal loss for really Rick Pitino led Iona Gales. So as we update that, update the in-game numbers here, thinking and also uh, the, the game we opened the show with is about to officially come to a close. There's been some fouling and other other things late, but uh, UCLA going to uh, put the cherry on top. Little uh, Jaime Jaquez. Flash to the bucket, 72-55 Bruins. So we can't officially close the door on this game as UCLA will get out of here. They ended up laying two and a half or three. 
125 and a half to 126 year total. I guess if, if there was uh, that, that late surge here, Jeff has pushed that last bucket has pushed our total over all numbers surprised at all with the, the way that UCLA was actually, they were content to push pace in this game and they look pretty comfortable uh, doing it. Even though, as we talked about the matchup stylistically was so similar between the so two. So this is a really good coaching job by Cronin because part of the reason that UCLA got in as big a trouble as they did against Akron is Akron and John Gross wanted to slow that game to a halt. And Mick Cronin kind of coached that game. If you remember, when Cronin was at Cincinnati, they lost the tournament game to Harvard in a 5-12, in a game that was basically a really slow-tempo game. He eliminated possessions down, and Harvard outplayed them and won that game. That kind of looked like that UCLA game against Akron, where just was such a slow game that they almost played themselves into a loss. UCLA is at its best where it's not really a slow tempo, but at least has a little bit pace to it. They are a slower team regardless, but playing with a little bit pace with the great guard play that this team has, this was a really good job by Mick Cronin. We're, uh, yeah. Taking what didn't work against Akron, throwing it in the trash, and going against a team that wanted to play a little bit slower, playing slightly faster, and it's going to end up being a double-digit win and a pretty easy cover, all things considered, for the Bruins. In the end, though, there was, was some injury concern uh, on, on this game. I think I mentioned uh, Hawkes a moment ago. He, he is out of the game. It was Juzang who had the last bucket. Hawkes goes down with what looked to be an ankle quite injury, a yeah. significant ankle injury. And that's and that's the question now. We'll certainly discuss that and the implications now going forward. We'll get you the official final score on the other side. So we're just getting started. We've got four hours of live NCAA tournament coverage for you here on a Saturday night. VSIN Bet Center will get you up to date on all the remaining scores on the other side, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. The college basketball season is in full swing. I would say it is. We're at the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. So grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games. Or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. With flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more, there is flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy Today, I, I tried my first five-hour energy uh, last week during the NCAA, uh, the uh, WAC tournament when I had not slept for like six days. Highly recommend if you need it. If you, you know. This would have been the week to do it. I think, it, yeah, it certainly was. It's been, it has been quite the week. I think Arkansas and uh, New Mexico State, they, those, could, those two teams could each use a five-hour energy, Jeff, because we are at the under-eight media timeout in the first half. 9-9 nine, nine is our score. There, are, there have been, at this point, Nine combined turnovers and seven made baskets. Doesn't seem like a promising start, and that is reflected in our in-game market right now as we, we continue to update all of the scores going on here in this round of 32 NCAA tournament. We are as low now as 114.5 on that total, Jeff. So if you took pregame under here of 138.5 or 139, I'd say you're in a good position. A 5.5 is the current number here on Arkansas, Jeff, laying 6.5 pregame. If neither team gets the 15, does the bet void? I'd have to check with Mike, send Mike Palm a text and see what, see what happens if that is the case. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's quite the sweat. If, uh, for people who bet the first to 15, you don't, you don't assume you're going to be waiting till the end of the first half to cash a ticket. But that I, could, I, could happen here. I was very close to actually taking New Mexico State, but I just didn't, I didn't bother with it. I did't think the price was quite enough. But look, man, uh, this is, again, this is advantage New Mexico State here. This is being played at their pace. They wanted to make this as ugly as possible, and guess what? They've made it even uglier than possible so far through the first 12-11. Uh, again, uh, you're looking at a game, Ben, like you said, uh, seven field goals in this game, nine turnovers. Great. Basketball. I don't think that's any good. 
don't think that's any good then. We talked about this last weekend because we were on during the WAC tournament title game. I bet New Mexico State in that final over Abilene Christian. I had them in the in the first round. Uh, Jeff catching the six and a half over UConn, and it's it's interesting. You have a team that is so unlike most teams Chris Jans has normally coached, who is basically a guy who, if it were not for off the court issues he has had in his past, would likely be a Power Five coach at this point. Is tremendously respected within the overall coaching and, and college basketball industry. Yet he's in New Mexico State where he has one of the highest active winning percentages of any coach. And yet this team is so unlike what he normally constructs, Jeff, where he's got this guy in Teddy Allen, whack player of the year, has put up a bunch of 30-point games at 37 on Thursday night. Nor He is normally a very balanced, defensive-minded, uh, team-sort-of-oriented guy as a coach. And he's, he's he even admitted in his press conference the other day, he's like, look, I brought in this Teddy Allen guy. I had to let him cook and do his thing. And Allen, as, as much as we normally, Jeff, go against these teams that are so single player approached with, with their overall mentality. If there's a team who can win in spite of that and some of the just horrible shot selection that you get out of Teddy Allen over a 40 minute game, is it not New Mexico state with, with how well they are coached and with how experienced they are as well? Like it would make sense for them to make a run. If you're kind of looking at this in the, in the in retrospect perspective here, I still think Arkansas wins the game. I, I do. Too. I, I did, I I did I, not bet this game. Yeah. I, like but. I said, I, I, of course, what did I say to you as soon as you walked into to the, to the building today when Providence is up 30? Now I have to basically hate myself for two hours <laughs> to, to watch Arkansas basically again. This I is good ex- show content. I, and I mean, this is, is exactly, again, I didn't expect 9-9 nine, nine with seven <laughs> minutes to go and a half, but I totally expected Arkansas to basically do kind of something ridiculous like this. I get a nice am one out of the break for Note. Uh, but, but look, uh, I, regardless of how this goes here, uh, I, I know there were some issues off the court with Chris Jans and what, in Bowling Green, I should be coaching somewhere better than New Mexico State. And that's no disrespect to New Mexico State, which that league, you called all those whack games, of course, uh, at Mandalay and, and Orleans uh, here in town last week. The whack is much is going to be much better than it's been because they took all the good teams from the Southland. But Chris Jans should be coaching at a, at a power five. He's a really good head coach, and he's proved it over his time in Las Cruces. He should be somewhere else sooner rather than later. But you know what? If you're him, got a pretty good thing going. You'd be the best team in a in a pretty reasonable league. You get in a when if you even have a better record than they had this year, you can end up on a 9-10 line if you keep it going. Maybe it's better off to stay in Las Cruces. Uh, maybe. If, if he wins this game tonight, he will have a 797 winning percentage. Is that good? In his, his fifth year at New Mexico <laughs> State. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you have to do to get a power five job, but that would that would seem uh, like it. So that game uh, now 12-9 Arkansas after they do convert. You mentioned the note and one hit the free throw. We are we've at least ticked up slightly now 117 and a half on your in-game number and, uh, and this full game number right at what the closing line was six and a half there for Arkansas. Did want to? Uh, we'll circle back. I know you're you're watching. There's yeah, a lot. New Mexico of, State almost just broke the backboard on a three point shot. It's hard to do that in, in today's uh, day and age. We're, this is not this is not the Shaq LSU days. But by the way, by, by the way, Gil Alexander just texted me. What happens in the in the first to fifteen and no one gets there? So you guys are very the, simpatico. I wasn't, I wasn't the only one who had that thought. Nah, it valid thought to bring up. Uh, we did at least get to 15 points in the earlier game, uh, St. Mary's and UCLA, which is now final, so we can officially right. uh, put put a, a wrapper on this one. Second half goes to UCLA. Second half over, uh, caches as well as the full game over goes over. Your uh, your 126, 126 and a half. UCLA covering the two and a half or the three. 72, 56. You end up with a extreme. This is kind of a vintage, as you talked about the adjustments Mick Cronin made after the struggles in a four-point win over Akron on Thursday night. So impressive 
but a vintage outing where you get 68 points from your starting five. Nobody with fewer than nine, nobody with more than 16, led by Tiger Campbell, who ends up with 16. Uh, the big question now for UCLA going forward is we now have our, we have that sweet 16 matchup set in stone in your bottom left corner of the bracket. UCLA, the four seed, North Carolina, the eight seed. The big question though, will what will the status be of Jaime Jaquez who left this game in the final few minutes with to be a pretty serious ankle injury? How your initial thoughts, Jeff, how would you handicap a UCLA North Carolina matchup on now that we have that set in stone next weekend? Okay. Before we get to okay. that, can, can we please get right into my camera here? Stare at it deep. Is a 25 point game when Brady Manick gets tossed for the flagrant. Which, by the way, <laughs> for what it is worth, Ben, I think they got the call right. It was the one angle where it looked like it was an intentional elbow from Manic. So I actually think they got the ejection right. Gene Steratore did say yeah, as I, much. I, I thought it was right. After that, the refs didn't get another call right the entire game. But that's a different thing for a different day. North Carolina blew a 25-point lead in, 10 minutes, in, in, in less than 10 minutes. And now Baylor's a, obviously a really good team, a legitimate one seed, even with the injuries. But if you're going to give me – and I don't know what Hubert Davis is going to be as a coach long-term, but it's his first go-around as a, as, a, as a college coach here in a tournament. If you're going to give me – UCLA, and, and look, I think that number is going to be shorter than it should be. I would make that number the same as it was today against Baylor. I think it should be five, five and a half, maybe even six. There is no way it will be that. It will probably be UCLA one and a half. I got some news for you. On that. What do you got? Your, your inkling on what it should be, at least according to the only shop I am seeing in town that has hung that number, is correct because it's UCLA minus three and a half. Really? 143 so is your total. So it split the difference then? Yeah. Split the, split the Not difference. Not as low as you thought, I, I, but that's surprising. It's, it's more towards that, your ankle. You know what? That's surprising because I would have expected at this point, even though it wouldn't have been right, at least to me, that North Carolina would be viewed as more, a higher power rated team as St. Mary's. I actually think the book, that's fine. That's fine. Three and a half. Because it was three against St. Mary's. I think North Carolina should is two and a half, three points worse than St. Mary's, as we obviously proved. But look, three and a half, I, that's a bet on UCLA for me. You, do you expect I, the money? Where do you expect the money to I come I think the money right will away? be on North Carolina. I, I, I think you're going to see North people convince themselves that North Carolina can not only be to UCLA, but North Carolina can win a national championship at this point. And I don't think that's right. Now, look, you get into the final 16, of course, you are alive, regardless of what, especially when you're a brand name that really underachieved for a good chunk of the year. And look, North Carolina have been playing legitimately well now for about five weeks. They've been really good. Obviously, the one that everyone started to realize, oh, North Carolina isn't on the bubble to curly in the tournament, was when they spoiled Coach K's final game. But I would look to bet UCLA. I think Cronin has, that run last year really got Cronin over his March bugaboos. And they nearly fall fell into it again against Akron. But seeing how UCLA adjusted off what didn't work in round one against a team that plays a similar style to Akron, not quite as slow, but similar, and to just whip them like they yeah. did today, I think Cronin's the better coach in this game. I don't even think it's particularly close. I, I think I'm UCLA gets this thing done in Philadelphia I mean, over the weekend. Jules Bernard was was not even playable in the Akron game. And he was he was fantastic today. A 14 right, was, for him hit, to hit three triples. Our, you know, our, our V-Sin zone, uh, Danielle Alvari, back behind the glass. She was taking that in. She, I know she was relieved to see that happen. I, I would lean with you on that. Obviously, the big question, though, will be what is the status of 
Hawkeyes coming out of today. What will happen there? Uh, and also the fact that both of these teams are now live to make the Final Four, considering they're going to be facing the St. Peter's Peacocks in the Elite Eight. Clearly. Well, that's clearly the, that's we're the, at the half right yeah. now there. Uh, we, we have St. Peter's doing it again. 32-27 on Murray State. They covered the first half plus four and a half. A first half total right on the number. We'll update you on that second half line and also preview our final tip of the night. Gonzaga Memphis coming back. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming. Daily best bet emails in our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out your bracket or you're betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready to keep on betting as we roll on now into the second round. And next week, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight of the tournament. We have analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Eumann, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential. Cinderella's. You get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN if you sign up today. Day. Through the end of the tournament, April 5th for only 19 bucks. That is vcin.com slash madness. There's a reason why they call it madness, Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson, by the way, back with you from our Circa Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. And it's teams like St. Peter's, the 15th seeded Peacocks, who are up by five right now at the half. That's where we'll begin here with St. Peter's 32 27. Depending on the book, South Point, our friends uh, on the other side of town in Las Vegas, that was a first half total of 59. So you would have pushed if you went, uh, regardless of what you played. But it, for the most part, Jeff was a 60 or 60 and a half line on the first half. That goes under by a point. St. Peter's covers the four or four and a half point first half line. And now we turn to the second half where I'm seeing basically market-wide. Uh, Circa just took a big bet on St. Peter's because they just dropped down to Murray State laying five minus 120 for the second half. So that is uh, basically a pick them there at minus 120 for the game. Most other books, Jeff, I'm seeing Murray State laying six for the second half, so minus one uh, here for the game. Your thoughts, sir? I'm going down with the ship here, Ben. I'm going down with the ship. I mean, I just... Uh, I, I'm Is this going to be the Titanic? I'm, I'm, or, go, uh... I'm going down with it. I'm going down with Murray State. If you look, look, this has been a great a great start to this game for St. Peter's, even though I, I, I still love Shahid Holloway's. Uh, and also just kind of proves that that guy is built to coach in the Big East. So... Again, if you're a Seton Hall fan, I think you're rooting for Willard to take the Maryland job and let Shaheen Holloway, uh, who's again one of the one of, a, an excellent player at Seton yeah. Hall as well in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, but look, I, I look I, at some point. Again, we've had two 15 seeds make the Sweet 16. We had Oral Roberts last year, and if you remember that game, Oral Roberts was getting walloped. And in Florida, completely stopped playing. We I'm, we were on the air yeah, last year. There was three we, of us. You, you me, yes. and Peterson. We, I yeah. had, we, I think we all had, I think, no, Greg didn't, but you and I both were on Florida, if, as I recall. I was definitely not on Florida. I was, I was, I was on, are you kidding me? I wasn't betting on Mike White in a tournament game. Uh, Come on. I was on, I was on Oral Roberts plus the points. Okay. First half. I was on, game. I was on Florida yeah. in, I was on Florida. You might have been game. on Florida in game. That's possible. I was on Florida in game and it did not go well. But look, uh, 15 seeds historically, two and eight. Reaching this round, you mentioned what what would what, uh, what happened last year or Roberts. Before that, the Florida Gulf Coast uh, infamous run there in 2013 to the Sweet 16. Yeah, and look, you, you you take a look at the box score so far. This is a Murray State team that has been wildly efficient offensively in all, all season. A team that ends the year 32nd in overall offensive efficiency. Also a a top 45 defensive team. 
But with uh, with Murray State against that St. Peter's zone, as we we found out, uh, Kentucky certainly found out the hard way. Top forty in defensive efficiency all year with the Ken Palm metrics. I mean, Murray State, you look at their overall efficiency; they are they are they are five of seventeen on two point field goals, Jeff. And five of seventeen from two. They have it four threes, which you could argue. I mean, that's the one thing basically keeping in the game. Justice Hill hit three triples in the first half. A, a team that ends up. I mean, they took care of the ball, only five turnovers in the first half, but it's the uh, the lack of shooting and just the different looks that St. Peter's has given them. And I think the one under kind of underscored thing on the Peacocks as well, Jeff, they are like a weirdly physical team. It's And it's it's borne out also in that defensive scheme, but they were able to get to the line a bunch in that first half. I mean, nine, and they left some points at the line too, nine of 14. You could actually make the argument based on the box score, St. Peter's should be up more like eight to 10 here in the first half. And they didn't make anything. They were one of six from the outside. Well, the, but that- as always... We, I mean, box scores is one thing, but the empirical data and what we have watched in the tournament play out, Jeff, you and I for decades would suggest this sort of thing does not last. And that Murray State, given its pedigree, given the fact this is a legitimate strong seven seed, it is not a, a San Diego State or a Florida of those previous teams who lost to 15 I, seeds, that it is a team built to come I, back from I, a deficit look, like look, this. Look, again, I, when you have a team that is a 15 seed, in this spot, the concern is that they will just run out of gas. St. Peter's hasn't really shown that yet in this game. Their defense hasn't missed a beat. Murray State really can't do whatever they They were pretty much able to do whatever they wanted when they tried against San Francisco. It was a really good team. Of course, the end of that regulation where they just stopped playing and didn't get a shot off three straight possessions was obviously ridiculous. But look, this is very concerning. And the other thing is too, Ben. The one thing that you have to have in the back of your mind here with Murray State that's a little bit different here, and again, I think the Racers are still going to find a way to win this game. I may be the only one at this point since the betting markets keep, I mean, keep hammering St. Peter's. They hammered St. Peter's yeah. pregame, and they're yeah. hammering St. Peter's at the so, half. So the only concern has been, and you know this, they are out of the Ohio Valley Conference. There are a lot of teams in that conference that are that – are not any good. And St. Peter's is much... If you put St. Peter's in the OVC, they would have been probably third. Probably would have been behind Belmont and this Murray State mm-hmm. team. Probably would have been third. Uh, maybe you could argue for Moorhead State. But look, Murray State did go undefeated through it, but they wanted Tennessee Martin by two. They wanted SEMO by two, which was a game they probably should have lost uh, there down at Cape Girardeau. Uh Great they, place. They, they struggled against Austin P on the road. Look, I, it, 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 even though they won those games, the, it, this probably has the feel for them of like a hard-fought conference game against a team that going in, you're thinking, oh, they're much more talented than them. They should be able to do whatever they want offensively. But look, again, big credit to Shaheen and Holloway, who is a star in the making in this tournament coaching-wise. And again, you would imagine as soon as Willard goes to Maryland this week that Shaheen Holloway is going to be in South going from Jersey yeah. City to South Orange uh, and coaching the Pirates next year, which immediately beat to me. If you're a Seton Hall fan, you are rooting for Willard to take that Maryland job and get Shaheen Holloway because you are probably, again, small sample size for a national audience, but Holloway has been pretty darn good at the program as we documented before. 
an almost impossible place to win games. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they, to your, you mentioned the whole how would they fit in in the OVC, just based on the overall Ken Palm efficiency numbers. Moorhead State was 113 this year. That okay. was the third best team overall in 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 the OVC. St. Peter's 108, and they would have had, and they were so they would, they, have were, been, they would have been fourth were, going into this tournament right, because they were behind and now, and yeah. now third. But yeah. a better, I mean, a better defensive team or right on par defensively with Murray State, who's been yep. basically top 45 all season. So. Betting market is is indicating a, a, a ton of love for St. Peter's. Will I, it hold I, up for 40 minutes? I have doubts. But I'm, I'm going down with the shit. 32-27 right now at the half. Let us, we will we'll get to the other game that just went to the half. Uh, New Mexico State and Arkansas. Arkansas 26-17. Any first half numbers obviously go way, way under. under. Arkansas covering that first half, first half spread. But we'll circle back to that because we have a tip in about seven minutes, Jeff. Last game of the night, Memphis-Gonzaga. It is our 1-9 matchup with the Zags, your number one overall tournament seed. And I, we have seen a, a slow, steady cascade of Memphis money come in. This was an opener of 12 or 12 and a half after this matchup was determined, Jeff. I'm now seeing it in the market. There are a couple tens you can still bet at, but right now, basically, we're blanketed in the market here. Gonzaga minus nine and a half, final game of the night, as it has been a steam here of Memphis money. Your total sitting at 154 and a half. Up to 155. Well, if you got the opener on Memphis, you did very well. I would, I you, would you, you did very well because that number, was, that number was ridiculous. This number's starting to feel more right, but even if you're late to the party, I wouldn't bet Gonzaga. Now, you could go with the argument of, well, they were losing with 10 minutes, to, or excuse me, Tied with 10 minutes to go against Georgia State, and then six minutes later, we're covering a 22-and-a-half-point line, even though uh, Georgia State survived, thank goodness, for people who had clearly the right side in that game uh, with the Panthers. But look, Memphis, uh, despite the issues they have had, they are immensely talented, and it's pretty apparent as more as Larry Brown has influenced Penny Hardaway through the season has gone, again, Penny still has he still has plenty of flaws as a head coach, but Penny has clearly gotten better as this year goes along. Really, that loss at East Carolina kind of was the tipping point. I know they lost the next game to SMU, but after they lost that game in just ridiculous fashion, giving up a, a totally broken play buzzer beater to lose to a mediocre ECU team, they were one of the better teams in the country. Torvik had them as the second best team in the country going into their loss to Houston in the CUSA. CUSA. We're going back 10 years now. You're really? In the American uh, Conference oh, that Championship. Was a Memphis Marquette CUSA <laughs> matchup there? Yeah, I get Louisville back in the yeah. mix. Uh, you don't want to bring up CUSA Championship games for Memphis fans, though. I, Some uh, I'm aware. very bad memories not, uh, yeah, in, one, do in that. one particular one. But I look, I, I think Memphis is going to be able to hang in this game. I don't think they win, but they have the size and the athleticism to hang with Gonzaga. They might actually have the better athletes in this game, which is something, again, obviously the conference Gonzaga plays, and they're always going to have the better athletes, but this feels like a tight game to me, Ben. Not betting it at the bad number, but I would only look to Memphis right now. Give you our final thoughts on that game on the other side. About five minutes to tip there, so still time to get your bets in. We are also at the half. Arkansas 26 to Mexico State 17. We'll give you that second half line on the other side when we return. It's the Saturday night round of 32 NCAA tournament games. We continue our coverage here on VEASAN Betson.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Wendy's and Adult Swim's Rick and Morty are teaming up to invite Las Vegas locals and basketball fans to get swifty at the first ever Morty's Mayhem pop-up. This weekend only at the Resorts World's East Garden Plaza. The immersive experience brings the show off the screen and onto the strip with never-before-seen animations of Wendy's breakfast characters in the Rick and Morty universe and the return of the elusive Pickle Rick Pickle Frosty. Boom! Big reveal while in the alternative universe. Fans can also play a life-size game of Plinko, Jeff Barlow's favorite game. Score exclusive swag and try items from Wendy's delicious menu lineup. Check out Wendy's Morty's Mayhem at Resorts World through Sunday right here in Las Vegas. That, you, you notice the uh, all of the 
signage around that when you were driving. Oh, I drive, driving on Las Vegas Boulevard yesterday. Yeah. Uh, uh, was uh, trekking from the West Gate uh, to uh, the Venetian. And, as uh, one does during March As Madness. one does. Uh, and uh, drove by Resorts World and uh, the, the building that they have for there, for, for Rick and Morty, which, by the way, tremendous show, of course, as we know. We're big fans. What a what a what a building they have built for it! I'm going to actually check that out tomorrow. Very really oh, excited for it. Again, we, I also am oddly intrigued by just the 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 pickle flavored frosting. I knew that which, would get you. Which which I don't know. Attention. I don't know. I don't know if it would be great or terrible. I would hopefully. I would hope it's great. I'm going to lean nay. We'll see. We'll see. I, you're you're an adventurous type of. Let's see what eater. happens. By the way, we're underway in Portland. We are underway. Yes. So our closing line: Memphis and Gonzaga. From Portland, last game of the night here. This will close nine and a half, basically market-wide. A couple of shops like DraftKings on the East Coast ends up 10. A couple of local books in Nevada end up at 10 with Gonzaga with your total 154 and a half to 155 here. As far as a uh, first half line, what this thing ends up with, anywhere from Gonzaga minus five and a half to six with a 72 and a half to 73 first half total. Memphis gets the first bucket. And we look, we've seen already, Jeff, uh, the two one seeds who have played today. Uh, one had, had, obviously, the elimination with Baylor going down after coming back from down 25. We saw the other. Kansas have a pretty big scare in the end against Creighton before surviving. We'll, we'll talk about all the games that, that happened a little bit later on once these games start to wrap up. But let's uh, update you on one game at the half right now, Jeff. Arkansas 26, New Mexico State 17. Just a brutal shooting display, really, from both teams. But it was Arkansas who does pull away late in that first half, uh, despite turning it over six times with uh, just six assists in the first half. New Mexico State, though, two assists, 12 turnovers, six made field goals on 25 shots, Jeff. Teddy Allen, two of seven from the field. He had 37 on Thursday night, five points. And this is kind of the thing you always worry about with the 12 seed who has the emotional upset win over a five with a guy having a career day. Is that inevitable? And some, you know, we don't know if it's inevitable, but the perceived letdown against a team as athletic and as defensive-oriented and also with a faster tempo like Arkansas. Aggies do control the tempo to their desired pace. Arkansas, much more faster-type team, but really no solutions for them. I mean, 6 of 25 from the field. Arkansas laying, I'm seeing 1.5, Jeff, for the second half, so you're, you're at this point laying 10.5 for the game. 70, the total is more interesting here because it's 71.5 or 72. We just had 43 points scored in the first half. There was, what, 18 in the first 14 minutes? So the question is, do you expect the scoring to pick up in a significant enough way for us to uh, to eventually crawl over any sort of second-half number? I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> the shrug no, tells it all. Uh, look, this is, a, this is a hard game to figure out in-game-wise because you would imagine at some point that Arkansas is going to have one of those stretches where they just start running up and down the court aimlessly and inevitably they'll score on that. But New Mexico State, every time New Mexico State has the ball, they're just running the shot clock down and taking a horrible shot. So I don't really know what to do with this. I, I, I think I'm just going to, again, I'd, like I said before, Arkansas and Providence money lined uh, together um, before the game, and I'm just going to stay with that. Uh, Peacock's up 10 now. Nuts. Peacock's uh, drain a three as they come out of the gates 5-0 to begin the second half. If you took Murray State at, at the half, you were basically either laying one for the game or getting a pick em, depending on the number. A lot of St. Peter's money right before tip from nine down to seven and a half in some shops or eight. A lot of St. Peter's money at half from Murray State minus one for the game down to pick in some shops. This is a 10-point game, Jeff. 
we're two minutes into the uh, into the second half. I mean, it, it, at what point is this now total panic sphincter time for, for Murray State? There's I think, obviously I, I a lot think, of time I think, left. I think, I think you're pretty close at this point would, because this agree. is not a good team to have to come back against because of the defense. But look, uh, here here's the deal. And this is, again, of course, the players deserve, a, uh, deserve all their credit, of course. But this is a showcase of what good coaching can do because Holloway now – Again, totally, totally coached the pants off Calipari on Thursday. He's doing it again to a good mid-major coach of McMahon who is in line to probably get a Power 5 SEC job this go-around. And he's completely, Holloway's completely destroying him coaching-wise in this game. And two straight games. And remember, the way this breaks down, the big problem, that if St. Peter somehow does end up holding this up 11, which is their biggest lead of the game, they get the winner of Purdue in Texas. If it's Purdue, I'm just concerned that Purdue would have too much size for them. And then even though they have a great defense, maybe Purdue would be able to function. And Ivy's obviously a different thing. But she went at 30 and 20. It didn't matter two nights yeah. ago. That's uh, te- the Texas, though, I don't think Chris Beard would get beat by this team. We'll, we'll talk about that game and later. And we'll get to that later. Because, because that's most, both- tomorrow, that, of all the games tomorrow, that is by far the most fascinating game. Peter, Peter's Pe- up 13. Peacocks block a Murray State three, just casually block a three, and then come down the other way, put in a bucket, time out Murray State. It is an 8-0 start to the second half for St. Peter's. And I, While I did not get involved here at the half, Jeff, I felt the same way as you did. The only reason I did not get involved, I already have a money line parlay here with, with Murray State, think, as look, one I, does on the money line. So that uh, tied that in with Kansas and, uh, and Texas Tech tomorrow at about minus 120. That thing is in all sorts of peril right now. As we are now seeing, I, I'm, I'm looking at St. Peter's minus seven and a half live. Circa <laughs> just hung up seven. I mean, man, uh, 127 also is your uh, your in-game total at this point with 67 points here. 8-0 out of the shoot for St. Peter's. And I think DraftKings pulled it off the board. They don't. We, we, they, we're not even certain of what's going on now. <laughs> That'll, that, can you imagine also like if in, in all these different oddball futures markets you can play? Like, Can you imagine having a Murray State to make the Sweet 16 ticket? Right, look, 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 and and I, you I, see Kentucky go down, and you now, and obviously your ticket equity immediately has tr- has tremendously much more value than had, it would have, even with your win already in the bag against San Francisco. And now you sit here, and you are down 13, two minutes into the second half against a 15 seed. Look, this is the second, like I said before, this is the second consecutive game where Holloway is completely outcoached a good coach. Completely outcoached him. Again, that's why Nick, if, if this holds again, uh, like you said, seven-point favorites right now, that's just crazy to think about. But I look, if you're, if it is Purdue, even though, again, I, I think Purdue would have too much size too much and too much ivy in the end, but it's hard to say that when Sheboy goes I'm, nuts and Kentucky still can't win an overtime yeah. game against a 15. I'm pretty sure that would would that not be a mat? Wasn't that the 2011 first round game? That was that, was, that would be that that would be a rematch sounds, of the the 3-14. Sounds correct. In and, then Chicago per, and then Purdue in, lost to VCU by a billion yes, in the second round. It was 2011 round. Yes. in Chicago, 3-14 first round game. Purdue destroyed St. Mary's. That obviously, I just I, mean, I mentioned that for historical purposes. Doesn't doesn't have any bearing uh, on this one. So we see St. Peter's now laying seven live at the half. Also, first media timeout in Portland, Gonzaga, eight four on Memphis. And so, if you were, if you missed the best number with Memphis, 
got from 12 and a half right all, the way, all the way down to nine and a half. Well, we've got 12s and 12 and a halfs out there. If you want to jump in on Memphis early pace, expectedly, uh, you know, pretty, pretty quick here with a top 40 tempo team in Memphis and one of the fastest tempo teams in the country in Gonzaga. And we're, and we're, as a result, we're seeing that game, which closed here with a total of uh, 154 and a half, 155, about on pace right now. If anything, a couple points shy of that early with some, with a couple of missed shots out of the gates uh, from Memphis. But oh, again, boy. very, very early here. Uh, but uh, as Jeff's looking to make no, more sorry, game, that, so, sorry, I uh, that is the situation uh, in Portland. Sorry, South Point just dished a very interesting number here on this Murray State game where you've made uh, another bet. I just, yeah, I just saw I, it. I, no, I, this is just again where you have to shop around here. Behind us, Circa dished a plus two seventy money line. South Point dished a plus four fifteen during the break. I'm, I'm, I'm which, looking. It just went from four fifteen to four to one to plus three seventy five. Where, where, where to be? To be honest, I actually think the way the second half started, by the way, Murray hit a three to get it back to ten. I think the South Point number actually is more correct than the two than the two sixty five, as ridiculous yeah. as that may seem. But look, here's the deal, Ben. Murray is a good defensive team, so if Murray can get the clamps here. This game is not over. Again, the problem is, and we talked about this earlier, St. Peter, and we talked about this going into the tournament, too, with St. Peter's, yeah. where, again, I don't think anyone in a million years dreamed they would beat Kentucky, but we knew they were a great defensive team going into the tournament. And they've been brilliant tonight against Murray State. Brilliant against a legit top 30 offense. The thing, too, as we see a deep two missed from uh, from St. Peter's, uh, they've been tremendous on two pointers tonight. Well over uh, the sixty percent mark. All right, coming back, hour number two, Veasan Bet Center will update this game and others on the other side. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.